What is up, party people? Howdy ho, neighbor. (laughs) (laughs) That was a nice one. Do you remember how last week, or sorry, last episode, I went straight into like um, the segue of the topic of the podcast? Yeah. Uh, I was like, I was like 0.2 seconds away from doing that again this weekend. This uh, episode, <laughs> as soon as I said, hi ho neighbor, but my, I bit my tongue because like, I don't want to get scolded by Lachelle. So I just, I'll just hold it right there and let you do the intro. I feel like next week you should just, instead of saying hi, just say, and this is the perfect segue. <laughs> Why waste words? You know, words are precious. Words are so precious. So precious. So precious. So guys, anywho, welcome. Welcome. Welcome back to some of you, if not just plain old welcome to Butter Chicken Rice and Peace. How is everybody doing? How's everyone out there? You doing good? You doing dandy? Huh? What are you doing right now? Like, are you in the car driving? Are you at work with your headphones on? Are you at the gym? What are you doing? Whatever it is that you're doing, just smile. Just take a second and smile right now. Like, why not? You know? Yeah, exactly. Throw that up. And like me, I'm. I was smiling because I am watching Survivor. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) You have to throw back Thursday. It's a throat. Well, it's not Thursday. It's going to be a Friday, but flashback Friday. Right, right. I got I uh, I got caught up. You know how the TV folks probably film a date earlier and they pretend it's the date the same day, but it's actually a day earlier. Exactly. Slip. So it's okay. It's exactly. just an old industry trick that I kind of failed on. <laughs> I'm like you're 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 letting we they have to know or think that we record on the same day we release it. Right. Okay. Let's go with that premise. I um I do suffer from short term memory loss. So. Uh, what are we talking about again? <laughs> Today, we are peeling layers. This is a conversation that has a lot of layers, but this is what makes good conversation. Right, which is just FYI. If you haven't tuned into our other podcast, um, what are you doing? That's a sidebar. <laughs> Sorry. If you haven't tuned into our podcast, I think we every podcast we say there's layers to this conversation. There are so many layers. We could, I think we should uh, rename our podcast just to Plain Old Onion. <laughs> it's still food related. Cut the butter, chicken, rice, and peas. Just straight onion because we always have conversations with layers on it. Layers and layers and layers. Or we could call ourselves Seven Cheese Dip. I don't know. Whatever it is. Ooh. We're going there. We're this. And sorry, what is uh, what is this this topic that has so many layers to it? So this topic we're going to um, dive into today is about identity. Nice. And what it, like, how do you define your identity? We'll talk about, you know, our own identity and, you know, how does your, how is it affected by things that have happened to you or by where you are or by what you're looking for in life? And what does it mean to, you know, appreciate who you are at right. your core? Right. So every week we'll pro- probably decide like 
couple days before what we're going to talk about and we pretty much just come up with the topic of discussion you know we don't really go into what we're going to discuss because we want it to be free-flowing and like a new conversation that we're having so Lashal, you prompted this conversation what prompted you to want to discuss this well um if there's any other fans out there of this is us <laughs> if anyone has seen this episode last week with the one that focuses on Beth and her upbringing that episode okay so just a sidebar I don't know like this is us this this season last season it's just it's not as tear jerking as like the first two seasons in my opinion okay sorry just FYI we're four we're I've I'm only three episodes into this season cried every single episode are you kidding me cried every single episode and I'm telling you a dirty cry (laughs) tears I'm talking there was not involved what no yes then if that's the case when you get to this episode it's just like okay so this is the thing and we'll get into identity but in this is us the characters they all have their flaws and i feel like everyone or almost everyone can relate to some character or more than one character in some ways yes and i feel like a lot of the characters are the way they are because you see through the flashbacks and all the you know footage that they show when they're growing up you see that these um these things that have happened have shaped who they are today and it has shaped who their identity is um so another thing that that sparked this in me was um seeing a post on instagram one day about someone just talking about um their profession and the people around them and their profession as well and I just wonder, is our identity rooted in our profession? I think, is this a question or this is a rhetorical question? This is a question for you. Okay. Um, The first thing that jumped in my head when you asked that is, um, some people don't have jobs. Exactly. Right, so yeah. right off the bat, I'm just like, no, it isn't rooted in our prof- uh, sorry, our identity isn't rooted in our profession. However, um, a lot of the times when you meet new people and you're just in a new groups, a lot of the times you're asking, hey, what's your name? And often followed up with like, so what do you do for a living? Or like, what yep. do you do? And why, why is that? Um, I guess if I were to say a doctor, you've already made a, a judgment about how I am or my yeah. identity or what type of person I'd be versus if I said I was a tattoo artist. Right. Uh, so I, I wonder people, it is in that sense, it is linked to identity because if I ask you what your profession is, my brain can already shortcut um, a, a way to your personality, your identity, the type of person you are. Mm-hmm. So I think it's... Um, I always found that interesting. It's like, why is, yes, the, it is important to me. Like my, my profession is important to me, but uh, like, does it define me? I wonder, like people say, yeah, so what do you do? Okay. Yeah. I'm a therapist or whatever, but 
there's so much more to me so it's like why is that the first question exactly I wonder, I wonder what other thing we could ask before you even get to that like, do you exactly know I mean? no for sure and i feel like that's why it's so stressful or maybe this is why it's so stressful for people who are looking for jobs or haven't found their career path or you know just don't know what to do next and they feel this sort of like i don't even know what's happening like you don't even meet those people and it's just like or, or we've all been in those positions when you're looking for a job the job is not coming yeah. and you're literally just like so what the heck you know yeah like what is my purpose in life exactly. if i'm not earning money and doing something and saying hey i'm a this or i do this right right exactly because i i guess even parents could speak to this too right like i know some like i'm just using moms for example right mm-hmm. some moms take as they should a lot of pride in saying um i'm a stay at home mom mm-hmm. right so maybe to a to a degree that yeah me being a mom does define me because it's it's linked to so many parts of my personality and things that i do in a day let's say perhaps but then some people are like oh i'm just a stay at home mom and then some people take that as a negative thing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so like as in professions or whether you're you know a mom dad whatever it is it's like we've already made judgments about that specific title mm-hmm. so before you even get there what if i were to ask like question a b and c and then that's the last thing i ask and i've already learned so much more about you than than i would have if i just asked what do you do what do you do and now i've now i don't really have that opportunity to create as much of an, a judgment um if i didn't ask those other questions or or as much of a fair judgment because when you when someone tells you what you do you're no longer fair towards getting to know them as a person it's almost like this bias as you said if someone says i'm a doctor then it's like oh wow and it's just like you don't even know if i'm a trash person though that's the you know what it just reminded me so i get this often because uh, so i i'm a therapist i work with autistic kids right anytime people say what do you do and i and i tell them it's always like oh that's so rewarding oh you must have so much patience oh that's so good of you and i'm like i could also be a serial killer on the side right you know do you know what i mean and I, i always find that it's like a lot of people don't even know what autism is right. <laughs> let alone that i would have patience to be working with kids with autism right. like it's, it just makes me laugh every time because because right. i'll pose it back to them i'll be like oh yeah do you know somebody or what do you know about it and they have nothing so i'm like how did you conclude right. that i'm a certain type of person just learning my job title this is ex- you don't actually know what it is exactly what i go through so I'll say, "Oh, I'm a I'm a doctor of audiology." Oh my gosh. And all they hear is like, "You're a doctor?" And then it's just all of a sudden I'm a millionaire and I have all this money to be going on trips and it's like, "You don't have money to go on this trip, but I thought you were a doctor." But it's just like, "Hello, I didn't go to med school. <laughs> like I went to graduate school." You know, and I feel like people just put these things on you and they put this um character on you and it's just like I am not that person at all. Yeah, no, I hear you. It's it's very interesting but like okay, profession occupations aside, mm-hmm. um what are some key things that you identify to your core mm-hmm. or 
yeah, like what what are some things that jump to your mind when you think of that? Um, definitely. Well, definitely for me, I think of the first thing is um, my spirituality. So my relationship with God, I'm Christian. So that's extremely important to me. And it's at the core why I, you know, do why I choose to do things or why I act in a certain way or just trying to be a great person in this world you know what I mean um so at the core it's those values of Christianity that um you know guide how I I live um and honestly it's the people around me um so I look at my friends and the closest friends to well I can't really say that but um, a lot of the friends that I have that are closest to me, um, I've known before they became who they are. I've known you before you were a therapist, you know? I've known right. um, another friend before she was a lawyer. I've known another friend before he was, like, a business partner. You know what I mean? So it's just kind of like, I, m- my friendships, it's not about, although a lot of people... See, and then this is it. I'm going to say a lot of people are doing great things. Not that you should judge them based on it, but even though yeah. a lot of people have come to become great, great people and great professionals, um, the people around me at their core are just great people. Right. And I feel like you're a reflection of the people that you um, hang around with. That's true. Yeah. I 100% agree with that. It's so very true. Like, a lot of things that people say they seem um cliche in nature but like they really they really are true right like like that for example that the friends and the company you keep is a reflection of you like i totally um identify with that because i'm like yeah "Yeah," like people around like around me are really good people they're really solid they know what they're about and what they want and um and they ins- they're inspiring and i hope i would be the same for them right so it's true it's it's actually kind of cool some kind of um like core identity markers from them because you'll see similarities like hey i'm like this my friends also like this so that's something you can relate on mm-hmm. um and then f- for me all religion like because um um it's interesting because i think see it as a crutch yeah. and some um, like a guiding principle right. um, and so that's kind of how it's been in my life it's how I've grown up and so I, I only know to identify with my religion to an extent mm-hmm. um, so it's like I said it's more of a guiding principle but like it is something I that I definitely not that I fall back on but that I identify with and a lot of things that I do just like you said a lot of things that I do or like my morals and values are very to my religion mm-hmm. um, and then like you have religion on the one side and then you have culture on the other true my culture is also something I really identify strongly with very like true. I'm a I'm very proudly happy to say that I'm a ref. Yeah. <laughs> ref being, I guess ref is short for refugee, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I'll claim that refugee status, even though I was born and raised here. <laughs> Don't even watch it. But, like, I love, I live, love me my Pranga, Pangra mm-hmm. music. Mm-hmm. I love the movies. Yes. Uh, kuchu kuchu hai. Kuchu kuchu hai. What up? <laughs> 
<laughs> Yo, just sidebar, guys. Lashawn knows how to count in Hindi. Do you guys want to hear it? Okay. Do you guys want to so, hear it? So, now that I've set it up for you, please do not disappoint right now, Lashawn. All right, here we go. Here we go. Ek, do, char. No, Lashawn. Sorry, ek, do. What's three? Tin. Tin, char, font, set. Yeah, buddy. Yes. Yo, yo, watch this one though. Watch this one. Janam din ki bahut bahut paraya. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. I love. So, Lachelle's been saying this from time, and I'll even get my mom to hear. My mom, like, she she thinks Lachelle's hilarious, but like, I love. Uh, you know that like, it just makes my heart <laughs> smile. Uh Danyava, Danyava, Danyava. <laughs> Yo, our Asian our Asian listeners, they just they're skyrocketing right now. <laughs> they're telling their friends, they're telling their friends in India. Yo, I love this. This is amazing. Acha, but like acha. keep it going, acha, acha. <laughs> I feel like there's there's lots of um friends that I have that don't really identify with their culture as much. Yeah. And I think, because um, I do, I just think it, I'm so happy that I do because there's so much fun in it. Yes. Like, there's so much fun and tradition and color and, yes. and like, light. And it's like, I love that I have this to, to like, engage in. Because yeah. lots of people don't. And I'm like, shoot, bro, that that sucks. Right. And I feel like as we, as we got older, so I don't know, maybe in high school, I mean, I can't think of me and you talking about or when we're in elementary school talking about our cultures you know what I mean it was almost as if as young people as um, teenagers we were trying to all be almost this like the same in a way and kind of leave culture at home I never wanted to bring like rice and peas for lunch I didn't want yeah. curry chicken, no oxtail. I just will have my bagel and cream cheese, okay? And, right. like, it's just, it was almost embarrassing or almost, and this, I can't, obviously can't speak for everyone, but it was almost like, oh, I'll just leave that at home because I don't want any questions or anything like that. When, yeah. you know, that was, that's what we went home to, and that was defining us. Right. I and now that you're saying that, like, um, as we've gotten older and as we've grown, I think we've both and I think hopefully most people embrace those things that they were once ashamed of so much more. Right. Because as you get older, you you shed some of these insecurities and and just uh, caring about what other people think. Right. So um, it's so funny you say lunch because now to work, I'll bring all I usually only bring Indian food like rice with. Uh, chicken or rice with like kidney beans, whatever it might be, and it's not right. a thing. And it's it's actually crazy to me because now people will be like, "What smells so good?" And yeah. it's literally like the the script has flipped. And I'm like, you know, 10, 15 years ago, I wouldn't dare bring right. this. Right. If I did, I'd probably eat it in a corner or try to hide. It. And I actually think I do remember doing some of that. <laughs> and it's like the culture part or the, uh, not even so much religion because no one really talked about religion but the cultural part of me i tried to hide as much as possible right 
um, even like given the high school we went to is major like we were obviously the minorities so yeah. you're just trying to blend in and fit in and not be the odd yeah. one out right um and and you're just trying to like yo let me just get through the day and not really be noticed because of that right right because it was almost now as the- if like a bad way to be noticed yeah and now in the era where everyone's embracing culture and different food and this it's just it's crazy to me and especially like my niece she's in grade six and i forget she had some kind of uh, festival where they had a full-on like um like a bollywood party or something like a lot of hindi like indian music mm-hmm. and every even the kids you know who didn't they would borrow their friends outfits and it was like a full embrace of culture mm. And I was like, yo, this is like beyond different from what what I experienced. Right. But I'm so I'm so happy now that I've like I'm I'm very open with embracing any culture and especially mine. Right, right, right. No, that's awesome. And it's awesome to recognize that in yourself and in other cultures as well. Like I love I don't think I really appreciated like even though I've never been because it's always on a Saturday, but Caravana, like the, the, the vibrant, like colors, the vibes, the dancing, the it's just what I love about, and I'm just going to hype up Toronto for a second, is that <laughs> the diversity and the, the um, safe place to be your true identity is just like so amazing. Yeah. You know, obviously everywhere has its flaws and there are some things that systematically has to change. But, you know, as like cultural appreciation is just heightened there to like the 10th degree. Yeah. And it's it's nice that um, within every place you travel to, like it's funny, too. That's I think uh, like I remember I was in Thailand. Um no forget about Thailand I was in Disney World of all places right yeah like the happiest place on earth Mm -hmm. but um we were in Animal Kingdom and I saw a sign that said uh Bhangra Block Party Bhangra being like Indian music right yeah and I I was so blown out of my mind that this is happening in Disney World like this is the last thing I expected right and I was like I I just felt like wow like we belong here like we we're accepted here and like they're actually embracing this part of like a different culture and i i identified with this so much like i was so proud like this is awesome and they legit did have the block party and it was all our music and I'm like this is yes. sick <laughs> so it was awesome so it was like it's that are unexpected and you see a little uh, familiarity of maybe of some someone from your culture or yeah. uh, maybe someone who speaks the same language that you do and you just automatically feel comforted and like oh this right. is like this is good right um okay so bringing it to like back personally for for you for identity um have you ever been in a situation or in a time you know sometimes when you're like in a rut when you Mm -hmm. feel like you know like things just aren't going right but have you ever been in a rut in regards to knowing your identity and knowing like like you just don't feel like yourself 
Hmm. That's a good one. Like, um, I'll say, I'll say for myself, you know, you're still yeah. thinking about it. Um, I'm confused. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll say for myself, I think this is why I do my Instagram detoxes because it's just like sometimes I feel like I've, I'm looking at other people's um, sometimes like fake identities on social media and it's right. messing with mine and it's 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 putting things in me that's that's you know affecting how I feel about myself and affecting you know my appreciation of where I am in my life right now and where you are in your life right now that shapes your identity and your identity kind of evolves as you go through life so it's just like when I feel like my identity is being uh I feel negative towards myself or um, I feel like I'm um, talking bad about where I am. I'm like, eh, my identity, like, this is not who I am. I'm not this person that's that's down or like, you know, so it's like I, I have to shake myself from that. And that's when I have to disconnect and just really reconnect with me so that I can, you know, strengthen who I am again. Yeah. No. Yeah. Now that like that totally makes sense. Cause if, if I think about like how I identify myself as, mm-hmm. uh, like a, like a confident, independent, um, like funny, easygoing person. Right. Um, and then you kind of give energy into those areas that, um, you know, aren't so factual. Like again, like instra- different Instagram profiles or, um, like I don't like to think of myself as a gossiper but when I find myself in situations where I'm giving energy to that I'm like yes. this is compromising the identity I want yes, for myself yes, and exactly. I know that I am so I, I have to like I recognize that that's happening now I have to kind of detach from that because mm. uh, you can like you can start spiraling pretty quickly oh for sure and then and then you start questioning so many things that norm normally when you're like you know what's really good but then you start tuning into all these other factors and, and it starts everything starts shifting and shaking you're like hold on i gotta get back in tune with my true self yeah and i think because you know you you've gone on your instagram detoxes and i never went on a detox but i actively stopped going on the um the explore page just because it would uh it would lead into a page into another page into another page and now the comparisons are growing and the jealousy is growing and the self-esteem is lowering and all these bad things were erupting from it yeah and i'm like now i'm compromising my identity and my like concept of myself worse so i was like put an end to that because i like to think of it, it's not avoidance but it's just like you you know what's good for you in every situation you know what's the best mm-hmm. thing for you mm-hmm. so in order to kind of like not kind of f with your your um your self-esteem and just like yourself as a person you can't give too much energy to those type of things so i stopped doing that and i found since i struck giving energy to those things i feel like way more rock solid as a person and and happy with who i am right who i identify with right and i i don't think there's anything wrong with the word like avoiding like you i think that's that's actually a good word when you have the capacity to identify sources that are you know 
hurting you, you know, in, in some way. And then once you identify them, you say, okay, I'm just going to avoid doing that because I don't like how that makes me feel or my self-esteem is shaky when that happens or when I'm around that person or whatever, you know what I mean? Right. Have you, have you ever been in a situation like, I guess this kind of touched on it, but like a a more specific situation where you feel like, holy shit, my, like my identity is either being really misinterpreted or compromised in this moment. Have you ever had one of those situations? Yeah. Um, I would say, I guess this is like a, a girly answer, but like, you know, talking to some some guys in the past it's just like I don't I deserve like more than this you know what I mean and I feel like you know there there has to come a time where you mature to a point where it's just like no if I continue um down this path the identity that I want for myself will be shaken yeah you know what I mean yeah that's that just like put a light bulb in my head like dude i i realized there's actually a few situations where like the guys for example where in your head you're again you're like you know i don't beg for anyone's attention and i'm this level of confidence and i don't need whatever and then you're you find yourself in a situation where you are being needy and beggish and and like a worm and you're like oh god like (laughs) thinking back on it i was like who are you why are you being like that like that is that is not you right but it is me right but it's not that version of me that i want exactly exactly and it it messes with your brain and same thing if like because like i i i i feel like my style is always changing but it kind of always reverts like lately to like amish boho chic let's say right yeah um, I love me a good high collar. I love my ankles to be covered. Like it's we're on that level, yeah. okay? So when let's say I'm going on a night out or whatever, or even if you're just in a club or whatever it might be, a party situation, yeah. And you're like, I don't hang out with these type of people, yeah. Or you know, I don't, I don't do this. And then you're like, but you are doing it, right? So it is you, right? It's not like maybe the best version of you or what you want for yourself, right. but you're just like it, it messes with your brain a little bit. Oh, like, for sure. I thought it was one way, and now I'm not, and now this moment right now is screwing with that. So that is that is interesting. Yeah, and then you go through this phase of like this weird guilt, but it was yeah, but you had a good time, but you shouldn't because that's not who you want to be, but it was fine like it was just it's just like this weird internal conflict that you go into after yes and does it does it kind of like once all that um the whirlwind in your brain is over does do you ever think that was it really that big of a deal like i need to just get over myself uh i think it depends on the situation yeah i think it definitely depends on the situation um yeah but it's it's not a it's not an easy sitting feeling when you feel like your identity is being like shaken. Yeah, yeah. And I think a lot of people like, which might be true for you. I f- I feel like it's been semi true for me too that in every uh, some stages of your life, your identity is either changing or evolving or both. Yeah. 
um, have you found that from you know where you found like the biggest shift in your how you identify yourself like was it from middle school to high school mm. or like that's a good question i i would say the biggest was from um um high school to university Mm. Um, I feel like that's a, that would be a really popular one. Yeah, um, it was the first time being outside of my my home and um, just being in proximity of all these great people that came from different upbringings, but yet we were all trying to be this, not be the same, but we're all trying to like get along while respecting each other's differences. And university was the first place I can say for myself where people were challenged to be their own adult like adult life you know or adult Mm -hmm. self um and you weren't in high school like this wasn't about oh let's all do this let's all do this but it was just like all right now you're a young adult how are you going to act and how are you going to you know interact with different people and I felt like it was a challenge for me because you know especially it was just it was just a challenge at sometimes because it's like finding yourself and figuring out if what mommy and daddy taught you is this what you want to do or do you want to wild out you know um right and i did like have <laughs> i had a good time um but hey, at, but where's mama <laughs> mama you listening mama, <laughs> mama you listening um <laughs> No, but, like, I was out all the time, but at the end of the, like, the school, the schooling in fourth year, I was just like, nah, you know, like, I'm trying to find myself. Mm -hmm. It was kind of interesting. It was good. I think that was mine. What was yours? Mine, I think, was uh, from out of university into the workforce. Mm. Because, mm-hmm. um, like, you had never lived from away from home. I had never, as crazy as it is, I, I might sound like a brat, but I never really had a job before that. Right. Like, I didn't, fortunately didn't have to work through university. Right. So, coming out of university, then my post-grad program, the job that I have now was the first job that I got. Yeah. Um, and as much as I was crazy and outspoken at home and with, like, close family... Um, most of them, I, I would say my school friends would say it was pr- like, I, I'm sure you would say I was pretty reserved, right? Like yeah, I, sure. I was not never wilding out like you. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you hear that mama? I was good. <laughs> um, but I think when I came out of university and then I started working, I'd say almost like the first six months to a year, like I was still in student mode Mm -hmm. i was quiet i was studious i was shadowing i was learning what i need to do for the job who i am now who i feel like is who i've always been i just never showed the outside world is is um like who i was as a kid is who i am now Mm -hmm. like almost come full circle with it like i i don't repress anything that i say i don't have shame about anything i'm not shy um like I say and do what I want and it's and I think that's why these last few years have been the happiest years of my life because I've been truly who I want to be like my identity is like is true to myself 
as opposed to putting on an act or trying to be a certain way. Yeah, I love um, that. I, I love that. The smile on my face right now, I'm just like, I love that. I love that. <laughs> Isn't it weird how you can hear, I can hear the smile on your face. You can? Is it loud? Yeah. It's pretty loud. It's pretty wide. <laughs> your teeth are shining. <laughs> they are. <laughs> it's a Colgate commercial. Okay, let me ask you this question. As women, hmm. do we lose part of our identity within within relationship, like within marriage, motherhood? Does some of that identity naturally go away just because of how life is? I've always wondered that, um, and it's always scared me a little bit actually about you know marriage and um you know being a mom is one of those like check box you're adulting good job yay you are you are just getting through life but it's just like but I don't want to lose myself and it's like Lachelle the wife Lachelle the mother you know what I mean it's do you think that that is just inevitable as women as you yeah, see, I wish this is where we could bring in a guest speaker who can speak to that. Right. My In an ideal world, I would say that if you're losing yourself in any type of a relationship, that's, that's a red flag to me. Mm-hmm. I think naturally you will lose um, maybe some of the ident- uh, your identity that related to a lot of immaturity or to mm. a certain level of silliness or whatnot because there's now you're approaching um uh life with a partner where you're going to be compromising a lot more and be more understanding and dealing with other people's things and now you're dealing with um more responsibilities that maybe you didn't have like a mortgage um bills and all of that stuff and now add kids on top of it and now do i have as much time for myself and do those things that made me me mm-hmm. i think naturally those things will start to fade but if at your core you're still the same person or not even the same person but you're want to be mm-hmm. then i think you're still in good shape mm-hmm. right Cause, um i don't want to say if you're person maybe the person you were before isn't meant to be maybe all of the coming at you now you've come into your own and you're like yeah this is where i'm supposed to be i feel like me now i feel like this is my true identity right. i think that's great but right uh, it, it's it's subjective i just hate to think that okay this has all happened and now i've lost myself if that right. ever happens to me just i don't even know what you should do with me just i hope that never happens <laughs> to me because that would be insanely sad yeah no for sure and i i agree but i think it's one of those things where it it naturally happens i think you have to i don't know you have to be true to yourself and be honest i guess with yourself if you're in a situation i and this is i guess not even in like relationship but like even if you you know start a new job and you feel like there's something about this that I just don't feel settled in with my core. Like I don't feel myself and I, or not even that you don't feel yourself, but maybe you don't even feel like you have the space to be yourself. 
you know because I think you make a good point that responsibilities and you know um, there are more things that you have to take care of in marriage and as as parents and stuff and yeah I think this would be awesome to have a guest person because we're clearly just like speculating but um, I feel like if you don't have that space to be silly or you don't have that space to kind of you know revisit you know like how you were then it's just kind of like to act a damn fool right because i have to act the damn fool like i have to act the damn fool yeah um but yeah but I, i mean the thing is is as i said before i think this is just a part of the identity shift and how your identity just kind of changes over time 10 years from now when we look back and we think about when we were 30 31 it's gonna be like what what Mm -hmm. you know yeah and that's why then he just continues to evolve and evolve yeah and um i just just came to my head you know an identity crisis yeah It means- like, are you? Are you? Are you having a midlife crisis? Are you being identity identity crisis? I feel like I I so I I don't know if I've had like an identity crisis, um, but maybe I have. Where you're just kind of confused as to like who am I? Like what what do I want to uphold? What do I want to like? How do I want my character to be? I remember going back to that question when you're like, has my um, has my identity ever been compromised? I remember when I was younger and I was at church and I used to love gossip, like crave gossip. And I remember I was caught telling gossip and I was called like, oh, you're like a big mouth. And that was like a huge slap in the face for me because I was like, I don't want that title at all. So it was kind of just like, I crave gossip. I crave spreading gossip, but I don't want to be that person. And that was an identity crisis for me because it's just like, you got to change what's natural for you and what you desire. Yeah. I see. I feel like I might have an identity crisis too because I like to pretend I'm British. (laughs) I talk British at work all the time. This is a legit problem. I have an identity crisis because I think I'm a part of your family. <laughs> like, you'll send like, me a voice note. Us. Yeah, exactly. This is us in the flesh. You'll send me it a just, voice note. It reminds me of the latest episode where Jack's brother is like, he showed them a family picture and he just goes, Randall's a different color. Like, just very bluntly. Right. It's like if I showed a family picture and someone goes, but Lachelle's a different color. I was like, no, she's just a bit more tanned. It's fine. <laughs> but yeah, that's an identity crisis. Every time I leave your house and Mama C closes the door behind me, I'm just like, this is not how I viewed my life. I viewed my life having her her uh, butter chicken and paneer and roti all the time. Right. I mean, I don't even get that. So I feel like as her legitimate child, there needs to be some type of favoritism here, but I don't even get that. So you got to wait your turn a little bit. Man, I, did my mom ever go over there? She didn't go, eh? 
actually not yeah so both mamas were supposed to tag team and and uh, Lachelle's mom was supposed to learn how to make some Indian dishes which my mom was like come over anytime I'm gonna teach you I'm gonna teach you they were gonna have their own little cooking class yeah I was supposed to go out well I'll definitely go live during that yes. um I or Instagram but it's never happened so you know what now that it's in my brain and you've planted the seed again you plant the seed in your mom's head I'll already get my mom you know fired up ready to go yeah and let's do the damn thing let's make some butter chicken rice and peas for real and go live while doing it while our moms do the cooking and we do the- that would be so funny oh my that like i kid you not i'm going straight into british tv host mode like, <laughs> like i don't even care this is happening i'm yes. making this happen because i'm getting hype i'm making it happen now okay bomb Yes. So, okay. Should we end? Should we end on that note with a yeah. like stay tuned type of situation? I mean, but, that's but not don't happen for long. now. So. Yeah, don't tune in too long because, um, like, our, our follow through is pretty bad. So, yeah, you know, it may or may not happen. But just sit on it. You know, lean on the may not happen. Will not happen. <laughs> well, we, don't, we don't energy, but that's okay. Right. 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 Um, <laughs> Anywho, guys, thank you for listening into this episode. Um, sometimes we like to keep it light and airy with, you know, talking about all things awesomeness, which is awesome. And then sometimes we get like to be an onion and peel away at the layers. And, uh, you know, who am I? You know, who doesn't love yeah. that question? You know? Yeah. So as you're driving or you're in the gym and you're sweating or whatever you're doing, ask yourself, but don't spiral. If it's going to instigate bad feelings, Please don't spiral. Maybe listen yeah. to another one of our episodes, a fun one. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's a good little introspection question to ask yourself that, you know, am I happy with my identity and how I'm being projected out into the world? You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And besides your job, besides whether you have a job or you don't have a job, who are you? Like, really ask that question to yourself. Like, who am I if I take away my employment status? Right. Cricket. Sorry. Yeah, no. <laughs> I, I was like, I was answering that question in my head, but I was like, hold on, we should, we should wrap up. But, um, yeah, we Wait, will. Really uh, quick. Really quick. Yes. Really quick. Who are you? Who are you? Really quick. Who am I? Who am I? Who am I? Who am I? I am. I am. I'm a God. Lisha, you can't do this to me. I'm throwing it back at you because I need time to process. Who are you? Um, I am. I don't even know how to answer this question. Um, I am uh, a really great friend. I am yeah. a. I am a dedicated, um, I'm a goal-oriented person. So I like to set goals for myself and achieve them. I am um, um, strong. I'm a strong individual. I'm brave. Um, I am optimistic. I am a, a, a positive and I'm a great listener. All right. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to piggyback off of everything that you said because <laughs> uh, it's all amazing stuff and true of me. And I'm going to add on I am um, an ant because I love being an ant. So I'm just going to add that little blurb. Yes. Oh, great. Now you outdid me. Thanks. Oh, Thanks. and I'm also not a jealous person. So you can wow. suck on that. Wow, 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 wow. Okay. No, we were supposed to end this positively. We should have ended on the aww. Okay, I we'll know. see you next time. Instead, it got dirty, as it usually does. It gets real <laughs> angry real fast. So let's All right, guys. Thank you again for tuning in. 
yes to butter chicken rice and peace we'll catch you soon bye